The whole Islamic world follows the elections of the 14th of May, says President Erdogan. Either democracy or dictatorship. We will have to choose between them, says the leader of the opposition, Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu. The world is watching. What's the significance of the upcoming Turkish elections? Will Turkey pivot towards the east or the west? To discuss about these issues, my guest today is Mr. Soliazel, esteemed analyst and professor at Kadir Has University in Istanbul. I'm your host, Marilisa Nastasopoulou. Professor Ozel, thank you so much for being here with us Always today a pleasure. at the Delphi Forum. Uh, in a few days, we have the Turkish elections, and then after that, we have the Greek elections, but we're going to focus on the Turkish elections. How important are these elections? What's the significance? Well, well, we'll have our elections on the 14th of May, symbolically an important date in Turkish political history, because that's when the uh, single party rule effectively ended mm -hmm. and Turkey had a f free and fair election in mm -hmm. 1950 on the 14th of May and the power changed hands. Uh, so from the opposition's perspective, it is auspicious that it is on the 14th of May mm -hmm. because power may change hands. From Mr. Erdogan's perspective, since he does see himself as the uh, inheritor of DP's le Democrat Party's legacy, he thinks there will be a repeat performance. Okay. Now, and uh, given the fact that today's Mr. Erdogan, unlike the AKP of 2002, represents a trajectory uh, for Turkey's politics that goes way um, away from Uh, the original project with all its problems and uh, and the opposition although it does include three Islamist parties backing a minority sects or a person from the minority sects the Alevis suggests to us that the, the Republic can move along its initial uh, trajectory uh, but having disposed of its uh, more exclusionary uh, or authoritarian tendencies. So the, there, are, there are two very different opposite or alternative trajectories in this election. And if Mr. Erdogan loses the election and power is transferred, it will also be an occasion when an Islam however Islamist it is, but a, a, a government with an Islamist leaning will have been deposed of through the ballot box and an increasingly authoritarian regime will also have been terminated through the ballot box. I think this is as important uh, an election, therefore, for the rest of the world where democracies and authoritarians or electoral authoritarian systems are at odds with one another. As, as it is as it is for Turkey in terms of determining what the next uh, what the beginning of the next centennial for the Turkish Republic will be because this is our this is the centennial of the Turkish Republic 29th of October when it was founded in 1923 
But there are some people, I mean, some are very hopeful that in case the opposition wins power and we're going to go to the what means power afterwards. But um, they're kind of worried. Some are hopeful that uh, the opposition will um, help uh, Turkey stop uh, being in that very kind of autocratic Uh, trajectory, but on the other hand, there are many who are afraid that uh, this opposition, this coalition, this cooperation of uh, parties will not hold, and because also of its lack, of course, of experience after 20 years, and with the finances of Turkey being very fragile right now, that it might lead to the country kind of collapsing financially. You see, a, a Greek colleague of mine, Dimitri Karides, once when we had we were on a, on the same panel in Istanbul at my school and i i gave a rather gloomy picture of the world's prospects he said um, pessimism is always more sexy so i really think we should oh yes one can legitimately worry about what may happen next but first things first and copying from the brazilians remember lula's slogan was, we want to close the gates of hell and open the gates of heaven. Let's say this election is an election to close the gates of hell. Whether or not we will be able to open immediately the gates of heaven can be put aside. Of course, this coalition may not hold. Of course, the um, uh, hardships of, uh, of an economic adjustment program may alienate the population. By the way, we will have uh, about 10 months after the, um, the these elections, we will have 10 and a half months after these elections, we will have municipal elections, which are obviously very important. Uh, those are all possibilities, but maybe they are not that probable. Maybe the opposition will be able to manage the economy in a way where the adjustment is not going to be as painful as everybody expects today. Those are the unknowns. I don't really see why we should be overly pessimistic beforehand, number one. And number two, given what the alternative is, even the pessimistic scenario may not actually be that pessimistic. So I'd say uh, let's hold on to our guns and then wait to see what the opposition in power is uh, capable of uh, actually um, uh, implementing. What will happen in the case, I mean, the polls are very close right now. We have Erdogan appearing to be not in very good shape when it comes to its health, to his health. Um, the polls might bring uh, a different president like Erdogan um, keeping the presidency and then the parliament going to op the opposition. Is this possible and what would this Look, mean? There Look, are, there are four scenarios. Erdogan gets the presidency and his coalition has the majority in parliament. Kılıçdaroğlu gets the presidency and his coalition get the majority. Or we may have a, a forced situation of cohabitation between mm -hmm. a president uh, from yeah. either Erdogan or Kılıçdaroğlu and the, and the parliament not really mm -hmm. being on their side. Those are all possibilities. Uh, we'll see which one actually holds. But given the fact that the system is a president, is a very sui generis presidential system, mm -hmm. and that the president holds enormous powers, um, the um, tension or with, with the parliament 
will count for something, but it's not going to be all that consequential in my judgment. Therefore, it's the presidency that will be much more important. Now, the opposition has also run on a campaign of uh, retransforming the system back to a parliamentary one. My hunch is it cannot be achieved in the first two years. It should not be. Mm -hmm. Uh, The cleanup process is going to be hard and arduous, and therefore some of the powers of the presidency will be needed particularly given the fact that it is unexpected for the for the opposition to get uh, e- enough of a majority to change the constitution for that you need 360 yeah. seats that doesn't seem to be possible uh, so the transition will be slower and it is not unlikely at all mm-hmm. and in fact it is expected that within two to three years maybe we will have to go back to the polls uh, and uh, to readjust mm-hmm. to readjust our system um, we'll see how, how things come. As you said, uh, the polls are very close. The opposition candidate has a fair chance of winning, but no guarantee that he will win. And Mr. Erdogan, in, at his worst, is a formidable presence, political presence. He may not be able to campaign as actively because there has been a health problem which his uh, associates belittled uh, but he has canceled three successive days of uh, activities in person and he has addressed the crowds through on, on, he has addressed the crowds online but we'll see what will happen in the next few weeks it took a couple of weeks so uh, i mean we're all biting our <laughs> nails and um, i suspect the polls will be more believable at the beginning of the last week of uh, of, of of the campaign We'll see. So very soon. Um, we are in Greece, and uh, you know that Greece has a complicated relationship with uh, Turkey. Really? And, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, now, the thing is, and not, not only for Greece, for the, uh, for the West in general, when it comes to uh, after the elections, uh, some, will, some say better that Erdogan stayed despite some of his moves that are not really, that the West is not really happy because we know what we're dealing with, whereas some others say the opposition will go towards the West. So the some um, people from the opposition from time to time have said things like when it comes to Greece that I would, I would argue are even more hardcore nationalistic than the things of Erdogan. Uh, but it's a coalition, and these were in the past, and they are in opposition. What is your belief um, how the opposition will move uh, when it comes to the external relations of Turkey with the West and Russia, for example? First of all, the argument of the devil we know, uh, in my judgment, is not a terribly intelligent argument. Mm-hmm. And I'd encourage your viewers to read an article that I think Katimerini will publish this coming week, written by my friend and colleague Ömer Tashpınar, who is at the National Defense University in Washington, precisely on that on that topic. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very well written, and it should be a persuasive uh, piece as a counter argument to that. Um, now, if there is one certainty about the opposition coming to power in terms of foreign policy, is that they will reinstitutionalize foreign policy making. And if the if foreign policy making is reinstitutionalized, 
there will be far fewer surprises, if any, uh, in, in our relations. The relations may be tense, the relations may be adversarial, the relations may be going south, but they will be institutional, which means the institu- organizations within which the two countries are members can also have a, a mitigating a role to play as well. So I would not be worried about that. In fact, I would, f- I would feel comfort in uh, reinstitutionalization of Turkish foreign policy making mm-hmm. for the mitigation of, of relations. And we are in, a, in, a, in an environment, in a context, I think, in the post-Ukraine war um, uh, period with Europe in, desperately in need of uh, finding its own road and voice in, uh, in security matters mm-hmm. for, um, for the two sides to maybe change, if not their uh, principles or their principal uh, positions, but definitely the way they deal with those, with those problems. So I'm not, I really am not that uh, pessimistic and I don't, I, I would not, I, I, I would not think that the opposition's position is going to be more hardline. And certainly I don't think you will see, you will hear, we, we may come one night or, you know, the, the, the missiles may drop on Athens. I do, that kind of rhetoric probably will not be emanating from uh, the Turkey if the opposition comes to power. They may stick to their guns and they may be more uh, uncompromising, but... Uh, as I said, institution, reinstitutionalization of relations will, will be a mitigating factor. How democratic is Turkey? Because we're talking about, many are talking about uh, Erdogan being an autocrat, uh, Biden didn't invite Turkey to the democracy forum. Uh, on the other hand, you have elections. Oh, please, please. The, yeah. the, 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 no, the, the, the democracy summit is no, basically I'm, a joke, <laughs> okay? Yeah. But so the question is, how democratic is Turkey in your view? Well, Turkey is considered a, a competitive authoritarian or electoral authoritarian system. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that sense, when you're going to talk about these topics, it is given as an example uh, alongside uh, wonderful EU members that are supposed to be very democratic, Hungary, Poland, probably increasingly India, if Bolsonaro got elected, mm-hmm. probably Brazil. So it's a trend. It's a trend in the rest of the world as well. And that's again what I said to you earlier. There will be if if at the ballot box we manage to change our government, we will have done against one a, a government that that stems from Turkey's Islamist movement. Mm-hmm. Number one, and it will also be against a government that is increasingly uh, authoritarian uh, as and recognized as such uh, in the rest of the world as well, and by many. In, in Turkey proper. So in, and again, it's a, just like the Brazilian elections were very important, uh, to show to the world that, uh, somebody like an authoritarian leaning, uh, leader could be actually ousted through the ballot box. Turkey will be a second example. And that should, if anything, encourage democratic movements everywhere that face similar conditions. Okay. Thank you very much. It's been, it, we have a very few days to see the results of two the weeks. Turkish election. Is it, yeah, it's two, two weeks. And then we have. And then we'll watch your elections. And then we have our elections. And then 
and then maybe our second again. round elections, and then, so and then your second round elections. Season. Yes. So I hope we're going to talk about them again, uh, and if you're done with the first round, then we can do a recap. Of, of course, anytime. Thank you so Anytime. much. You're most welcome. Thank you. Thank you.